Yo, 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 what it do? Welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast with your hosts, Nate Burdine and my boy, Talin. You know the vibes. Yes, Sarski. What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm good, bro. Can't complain. Um, Just living, bro. Uh, Sports are back. Full effect. Yep. Um, Things are moving good, bro. I'm I'm happy. How you doing, bro? Dude, I'm good, man. It's... uh... Life is crazy. <laughs> Life is crazy, man. Um, first full week on the on the job, so we're uh, feeling good. Congratulations on that. Thank you, man. It is uh, full time youth pastor. Ain't no joke, bro. You know we out here, we out here wilding. You know what I'm saying, but it's a blessing. Yeah. I love it. Um, but man, that's awesome, bro. How, bro? We gotta talk about your hat game. Your hat game goes stupid right now. <laughs> And my girlfriend keep me laced up, bro. Um, same, same. I I had a birthday not too long ago, and and uh, so I got a couple of gifts, a couple of gift cards. I just decided to go get some new hats. I had to get the Lakers one, and my boy uh, Isaiah Malvar um, started this company called um, Four Quarters, and essentially it's just like you know bringing bringing people this idea that the grind doesn't stop essentially like you got to work hard all four quarters like all four Mm -hmm. seasons and so this is his company this is his brand and i got to support that so that's deep um this isn't like a yeah go buy his merch but no go check it out four quarters on instagram if you're if you're in it um the workout game or whatever you know if you're grinding hard or anything just go support the brand buy a hat buy a sweater buy a sweater Um, but that's where this hat came from the other day i was in chipotle and and oh boy saw the back of my head and as soon as i turned around he's like bro i'm not gonna lie i thought that was a maga hat that's why i bought it that's why i bought this color too so i could give people like major look (laughs) and for the people listening it is a red maga looking hat with white lettering and oh boy thought that i had on a trump 2020 hat which no I didn't even not think about is. that, bro. I did not <laughs> even think about that. That's so funny. <laughs> he said, it's a mega hat. That's messed up. <laughs> oh, jeez, dude. Uh, anyway, yeah, check out Four Quarters. Check it out. Um, But, bro, speaking of Lakers hat, speaking. Uh, hold on, hold on. Welcome to the sports 15 minutes. <laughs> we will be talking about sports for the next 10 15 minutes. If you don't like sports, skip ahead. 10 to 15 minutes. (laughs) But that being said, your MVP 2020 is Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's frustrating. I I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Like he he balled. He he balled. He had a he had a season. But LeBron James, man, ripping and tearing. It's like, why do you guys keep ripping this guy's heart out? every year when he's supposed to be MVP. You know what I mean? I know it's a regular season. I feel you, right? But it's a regular season award. But, bro, like, it's a regular season award, but you, I don't think he's the most, like, he's valuable, yes. But that's the thing. I was watching this video, and it talks about the different ideas of value. Because when you think about value, we think about, are you the best player on your team and do you make mm-hmm. the people around you better? Mm-hmm. And I don't think, in my opinion, that Giannis actually makes his team better. Like, 
they're obviously they win because they have him, but I'll, I don't think he makes them better. I don't yeah, because they would have beat the Heat. <laughs> like if, they were supposed to, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't. And, and yeah, man, I don't know, dude. It's I. All right, this one I will give to Giannis because if you look at stats wise, like he was just uncanny. This one, okay. But what I will say is that I will not stand for so many times where like he's just been robbed. <laughs> he should have, yeah, in bro. my opinion, at least six MVPs, at least, and he has four. Le- LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. least. I agree. I agree. Uh. I just don't get it, man. I don't know. I I get upset because I'm like, obviously, I'm a LeBron fan, and I think he's the best player of all time. But uh, Giannis won it. Giannis won it. What I think is the the thing that happens is um, you get a guy like LeBron James, who is obviously going to be like Finals MVP, take us into the championship. Um, Giannis year round has had like success. Uh, continuously, right, where it was a continuous success throughout the entire season, where LeBron, yes, he has taken his team and made people around him better, has not had that same continuous success throughout the entire season, where there was a few games he was hurt, and then there was a few games he wasn't averaging his numbers like he, you know, like he usually does. Yeah. Um, And so you just, you you get that, like, all right, bro, like – I know that you are the best player, <laughs> you know, in the NBA right now. But it's like and you should be getting the MVP, but those numbers also didn't back up why we say that uh, Giannis is, is the best. Yeah. He gets the MVP. You know what I mean? I think, yeah. I think it's just a fatigue of like, oh, we're going to give it to LeBron again. I mean, MJ, same way. MJ probably should have had an MVP every year he played. Yeah. You know, the year Carl Malone won. He should, Carl Malone should not have won that MVP that year. You know what I mean? Like, so I think it's, but that's, but to me, that's not fair. You can't just not vote him in just because you're tired of seeing him win the MVP award. Yeah. I mean, and again, it goes, it goes to, to what you're saying. It's, it's all about stats and, and Giannis's uh, stats proved that he was the, the guy this year and last year. And yeah, but I'll, anyway, our Lakers are still yeah. victorious. Hey, let's go. <laughs> and so speaking uh, of speak- that. I was going to say, speaking of yep, the tell Lakers, them. Tell them. Tell Denver them. Nuggets play tonight, and uh, I was watching them play in game seven against the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And and one thing that I can say is, and I'm not taking anything away from the, the Nuggets, I, I love the fact that they are the underdog and they beat the top dog. I like that, right? Like, you knocked out the number two seed, and that's awesome. But what I am going to say is the Clippers didn't show up. Denver didn't win that game. You said Denver didn't win that game? The Clippers... The Clippers lost the game. <laughs> Clippers did not show up. Denver did not win that game. Huh. Interesting. So if the Clippers would have done everything that they are known to do, there's no way Denver wins that series. Oh, of course. That's what I'm trying to say. Maybe I said it wrong. But the Clippers did not show up at all. At all? No. I think this is what it is. No. I PG thirteen is broke. Paul George is not the top is not a top fifteen player in the league, in Nate's opinion. Whoa. Think about this though. He's in the dude, every have you seen his game four stats? 
I have He's that. four for 19, nine for 26. Every game seven. Oh, sorry, not game four. Game seven. His game seven oh, okay. stats. Co- I mean, even Kawhi Trash. didn't show up. But Kawhi usually shows up game seven. LeBron always yeah. shows up game seven. Yeah. Uh, when MJ didn't, obviously didn't go game seven in the finals. But before those, he shows up in game sevens. Like, all of these guys show up in game sevens. They make the shots. LeBron game winners. Kawhi game winners. MJ game winners. Yeah. Getting the ball to the person who needs to win the game. Paul George. Never shows up, and and this is a good this is a good point. Paul George, the only reason he was seen is because he played against LeBron. Because he played against LeBron, if 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 the Pacers don't make it to the series with LeBron, I don't think Paul George is as big as a deal that we think he is. But he was hmm. hoping, he was hoping. I'm not saying he's trash, because he obviously he's better than me. But I just think, <laughs> I think we have. Deified like what they gave away for Paul George, they don't have a first round draft pick till twenty twenty six. That's five years. Kawhi, I mean, no, not everyone's LeBron James. Kawhi might be done in the next five years. You know what I mean? Like, so, dude, I just, I think they, if a, if you have to keep saying, wait till the team heats up. Wait till the team heats up. Wait till everyone's healthy. Your team's not good. I don't care what anyone says. Because we're playing that waiting game, right? Mm. But the Lakers, when did that? When do we ever go? Oh, wait till they're healthy. No, we don't say that. Because LeBron plays every almost every game. Mm. LeBron doesn't do load management. You know what I'm saying? Everyone makes fun of yeah. him because he put it, but he doesn't do load management. He plays, gets his twenty. Sometimes gets his 10, but 16 assists. So I just, it was a joke from the start to say that the Clippers were, because if you actually know, if you know sports, if you know basketball, I mean, till then you know, like if you play sports, you know this. If you have to say, well, wait till we get to this, we'll wait till, you're not a good team. Hmm. You're not a good team. You know what I'm saying? Like when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, no one was like, oh, just wait. You just wait. You just wait. No. Or when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, no one's like, oh, you just wait. No, no. It was, they were good the whole year. And then they showed you they were good in the final game. So, I, Patrick Beverly's a joke. Paul George, oh my gosh. a joke. Damn it. You see Damian Lillard clowning your boy? <laughs> Bro, yeah. I couldn't stop posting because I was so mind blown. I, I thought for sure uh, that it was certain that Clippers and Lakers were going to be Western Conference Finals. But, ah, uh, man. Um now we got Denver and and uh, serious prediction. I, I've been hearing I've been hearing some like some some people who obviously a lot of people actually don't like the Lakers. Like a lot of people, we're like which I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Like yeah. we're the we're the bad guys and they don't like us. So a lot of people are like, yeah, the Lakers are definitely gonna lose in seven against the <laughs> the, the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> to where even Richard Jefferson said it, and I I don't even believe. <laughs> I don't even believe that the Nuggets are gonna take like it's not even gonna take it to a game seven. Like ah. <laughs> Wait, you got people really saying <laughs> Nuggets and seven. I've heard it a couple of times. And then I have to ask, like, there's a group chat that I'm in with a bunch of people, and there's this one guy who, you know, he's he knows his stuff when it comes to like boxing and yep. MMA and all that. And, you know, I I've I've had conversations with the guy 
And he said something about Denver winning and I've t- I'll take Denver for 50 bucks. And I'm like, bro, do you even watch basketball? Like, are you even a, like, do you even, are you even a fan? And I mean, no one ended up responding, but it was just yeah. like, th- this is, you guys are joking. Like you really <laughs> think that the Lakers are going to lose in seven in seven. I don't even think they're going to make it past six games. Lakers in five. First off, that's, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like get out of here. Um, But The Clippers, I didn't think they were going to – I knew that series was going to seven. I knew it was. Um, now, I didn't know that they were going to lose. I thought they were going to win in seven. I thought well, when I when I saw that they were down 3-1, because I didn't watch that whole series. I didn't really yeah. care too much. But when I saw that they were down 3-1, I was like, oh, this, this is over next game. This is over next game. And yeah. then I saw Denver won two more, and I'm like, whoa. And you know how they won? They They were down 16, and the half came back. Crazy. And so you cannot objectively look at basketball and say (laughs) (laughs) that the Nuggets will beat the Lakers because this is why. You have AD and LeBron. That's not Kawhi and Paul George. Those are two guards, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Little, just a little thing. Um, LeBron's a power forward, or was he? Small forward? Small forward. And uh, AD is pretty much a whatever he wants to be, but pretty much, you know, an athletic center or power forward. <laughs> and so you have Jokic, who's, who can't jump higher than this cup. Like, he can't jump higher than that. For the people not watching video, he's holding a little coffee cup. Coffee cup. <laughs> um, or, you know, Jamal Murray. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I just, they'll get one. They might get two. But let it go to game seven. Let, ooh, let it go to game seven. And you mean you know how it works, game seven. You don't it's want to rap, game, bro. You don't game seven, Braun. LeBron's 14 and 0 with 3 1 leads, right? He's never lost a 3 1 lead. Never lost a 3 1 lead. He's never. He's lost a 2 1 lead. <clears throat> lost a 1 1 tie, but he's never lost a 3 1 lead. He's also mm-hmm. been swept in the finals, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so, all that to be said. <laughs> I think it's a joke to, for anyone to look me, you, any of us in the eye and go, you know what? Nuggets and seven. Oh, yeah. boy. And also, it blows my mind when people say that the Lakers are going to get swept. Swept? Lakers are not getting swept, bro. Hey, we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I think tonight. Gonna, I think we'll see Lakers, tonight. Lakers in five. Um, that's what I got. Yeah. Um, if All right. Let me. Lakers are winning tonight. Just let you know. Um, Lakers are gonna win tonight, and I'll let you know what I think. Cause I'll let you know whether it's a sweep or a five tonight. I don't think it's going mm-hmm. any farther than that. But I'll let you know tonight. Cause I think LeBron. Did you see his interview? His uh, his him and like the whole team's interviews. LeBron <laughs> was like this the whole time. He had do rag on. Just looking dead, like just in dead space, just answering questions. Yeah. <laughs> Nuggets are a good team, uh, disciplined, but we have a whole lot of respect for him. But we're coming to. I was like, "Oh, you got Bron- He didn't look. Oof. He didn't smile. He didn't laugh. It was fool. He is about Oof. basketball and basketball. I commented. I was like, "He's locked in." You got all these people commenting like, "Yes, he is ready to go." Ooh. So, <laughs> they done messed up, but scary um, demon hours. Scary. De- 
<laughs> scary hours, baby. Um, but that is our welcome. You have come out of sports talk. <laughs> sports talk. All right, I got some. I uh, got a couple church topics for us, bro. What's uh, up, bro? What you got? Little, got a little worship thought and a little, uh, little, little leadership thought. Okay. I don't know if I can listen to contemporary worship anymore. And when you say that, what do you mean contemporary worship? You know, the the same four chords. So um, we're talking like elevation. We're yes, talking yes, elevation. Hillsong. Hillsong. Bethel. You're done. I it's <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard my worship episode, but I told you how much I struggle with like worship music and mm-hmm. worship, kind of worship culture in our church. Um I don't know why. It just it just it like there's something in my soul that doesn't sit right. But I think what it's for me is one, I'm starting to listen to gospel. So if you hear me words in the worship, it's gospel. And I think what it is, man, is it's just in the church with people I know, I mostly see it just become a concert. And I struggle with contemporary worship because it's kind of this plug and play format of, you know, (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen that video where it's like, hey, we're going to make a worship song, natural disaster, (laughs) father or dad, you know, and then like, and then. Another thing with contemporary worship that bothers me is where we have songs where it's like, break my heart for what breaks yours. Uh, re- re- uh, allow me to see the the person, you know, that the outsider. And then when we actually are called to do that because we just worshiped about it on Sunday, we can't do that. And so, man, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not, obviously I go to a church that plays contemporary worship. So like, it's not that I'm going to leave the church, but in my personal listening preferences when I'm listening to worship music, um, oh, it's got to be some Fred Hammond or some Tasha Cobbs Leonard. Uh, yeah. That's just that's just me. I'm not making fun of any people who do it, and there's still some bangers in contemporary, but I think that's that's, just, that's it for me. Wow. Oh, man, that's that's crazy. I, I, never, I never actually, like, sat down and thought about you know, the stuff that the music is saying. I think for me, um, especially when we're at church in the moment, I think for me, rather than what the lyrics are saying, it's me just surrendering my heart to God in that moment, saying like, Lord, like right now you're you're taking my heart, you take my mind, you take control of this moment. I just want to, I just want to be in the presence, God. Here's my worship, you know? And I leave that place knowing that like, all right, man, like, I got to get, you know, this, this, and this done after what God was speaking to me during worship music, rather than like, all right, what does this song say? How does this song make me feel? You know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming at it as like a, all right, the blessing was this reckless love did that. Oh, he said, God is reckless. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. Yes. Reckless love is a deep song. Yes. It made you feel a certain way, depending on, you know, how you looked at it. But at the same time, when that song played, it didn't matter what the it didn't matter what the lyrics were. You sang the song, you raised your hands, and you praised the Lord. And I think that that's the biggest thing for me personally that I get out of worship music, even in the church or even in the car. It's like that moment where I'm praising God, no matter 
what the song like no matter what the song lyrics are you know what i'm saying like and and that doesn't that doesn't take away from what you you're doing because that's it's it's a thing that makes you feel a certain way about the song right so gospel music is that thing for you now like which bro if i could find some some crazy gospel music i'd probably listen to it too but i just i've been out of that culture for so long that i don't even know where to start you know what i mean like yeah but but i i i do think that for us i don't want to take away from um and I'm talking about just like me and myself, like us, I say us, but I'm talking about just for me. For me, I don't want to take away from the the praising that I'm giving him Amen. no matter what. You know that's what I mean? Dog. So, yeah. yeah, no, that's good, bro. Yeah, I think, and I think I got to be a little more careful with what I'm saying. I'm not saying like, and I know you're not saying this. I think though, you brought up a good point and challenged me. Like, I don't, because sometimes we, that's how we treat church, right? Like, all right, what are they doing for me today? You know, yeah. I don't listen to this kind of preacher. I don't do this. But my question is, if God is speaking through you something you don't even like, are you still going to listen? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I've had God's, I mean, I've had, I've I've been able to listen to conservative preachers, and they say something good, even though I don't align with their political views. Yeah. You know, and I think we, uh, I've heard this quote, we can't, and this is like going on a tangent, but it'll get back to like, we can't politicize Jesus. What I'm trying to say is Jesus can work through any format. He'll work through, he'll work through, uh, my Indian friends, uh, like actual, actually from India, uh, my Indian friends who, uh, love Jesus and they sing in a different language and it's their culture and they have cultural ways. They worship Jesus. He can speak to me through that. But I think where, and this is a good point where we shoehorn ourselves, or I don't know what that word is. Uh, our pigeon, you know, pigeonhole ourselves is where we say God can't speak to me through this, hmm. and, and and that's what I'm trying to like tell you guys is while my preference is gospel worship, my purpose is to know Jesus and make Him known. And so, if my kids love contemporary worship, my youth kids. I'm not going to be like, oh, you guys all got to listen to gospel now because they're heathens over. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I think we, the church world is is funny. I mean, you, you've been in it for a while, Talyn, and you know. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's, totally. It's a pendulum. It swings. And so, yeah. And I just want to be careful uh, for us is that, one, when we're reading words off a screen, do we believe those words we're seeing? And I know Talyn yeah. does. Cause man, when I see Tulane worship, I'm like, oh dang, okay, dog. Oh yeah, all right, hey, I'm about to worship like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but all that to be said, y'all, we we have a purpose and a mission for that. And so, um, listen to what you want to listen to. But I just, I think we have to ponder what, why, why we do things. Why do we do this? Why do we do that? You know, why, why did Tulane and I do the podcast? Why, you know, just mm-hmm. asking why. But that's some good stuff, Tulane. You going in, bro? Um, no, I just it was just a thought, man. I just yeah. want to challenge challenge the the thought behind worshiping the act of it rather than the music itself. Facts. So. Yep. Because that at the end of the day, it's music. They get paid no matter what. So <laughs> <laughs> you're <Man>. crazy. <laughs> hey, we, I know the game. Uh, Why you say it like that? For he's yeah. like, oh yeah. That, I mean, they're making millions behind the scene anyway. So hey, you're cool. <laughs> God for clout. Um. Anyway. Uh, wow. <laughs> Lord, 
bless you and keep my millions. Okay, God for clout. Now that we're on this topic. No, listen, listen, listen. No, because I really, I really. God for clout. Uh oh. I've been challenged. And I mean, thinking about this for a long time. And I, I even mentioned it to you last week, but. I mean, I don't think we really touched on it that much. Maybe we did, but I just want to bring it up again because it's frustrating. Preachers and sneakers. Like, what do you think about that? Like, <laughs> I think it's so crazy that Stephen Furtick is on stage with these shoes that haven't even dropped yet. And then when they do drop, they're dropping for like 2500 bucks. And you're like, bro, what is happening? How do you have these exclusives, my boy? <laughs> Like, I know your name is hot. You may have Jerry Lorenzo at your church, but my goodness, my boy, like, what? <laughs> Why do you have these exclusives? Mike Todd, Rich Wilkerson Jr., Chad Veach, Judah Smith. Judah Smith was wearing a Drew jacket <laughs> that hasn't even been released yet, bro. What is happening? Bro, okay. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Listen. Christian consumerism. We <laughs> this and this might hurt some people. Uh-oh. We as believers consume so much. But as believers, you and I know, we have to be able to draw a line yeah. of what we consume. And so these these preachers, like, if they have money, they have money. Spend your money. I, it's not my job to dictate that. And I'm not saying that's what you're saying. But what I will say is it's very hard for me, for Napier Dean, to worship to worship and not worship because that's a Jesus thing, but to listen to these guys, hmm. knowing the communities that they may serve and what they have. And, 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 and what I've always been told is like, Hey, like stay out somebody else's pockets. You know what I'm saying? Like their yeah, pockets yeah, yeah, don't, for sure. don't matter to me, but it's different though. Like you're it's, right. It, you're right. It's, it's that thing that like, we're not in your pockets, bro. You're showing us your pockets. And yeah, and we're called, we're called, but when when I when they brought me in to say, "Hey, you, we want you to be a pastor here," you know what? They kept saying, "You're called to a different call. You're called to something else. You're called to mm. something different." And so, you know what? Yeah, I could go get the new shoes. I could go get the new car. I could get the new whip. But what's my witness in that? And to most people, because Christianity has ooh, bro. Because Christianity has become Christian consumerism, we consume mm. messages and then we're done with it. Mm. We consume worship, and we're done with it. We listen. Mm. We listen to Stephen one time a week, or Nate, or Talin, or we listen to that one time a week, and hey, yo, we got it. But our Christian life, Talin, you notice, is a is a journey, and so man, like it does hurt. I don't know. For me, it hurts. My, I can't listen to these dudes because I'm like, man, bro, you got like. And, and understand this, T, dude. This is a lot. As a as a pastor, you know how you get your money, right? People, uh, I would say 
book sales and yep. um, endorsements or whatever the case may yep. be. But at the same time, I get that. Like, I understand that. So people are going to throw that in our face. Like, don't even worry about it, bro. They're getting their money from book sales, endorsements. They're not even worried about like, yeah. they're not even worried about where the money's coming from in the church. Right. But like, at the same time, this is a perfect example. Tell them. John Gray. Yes. He got his money from book sales and endorsements or whatever, but he bought his wife a $250,000 Lambo, but then needed $250,000 for his roof. That's wrong. Point blank period. That's, that's wrong. And then you're on stage with $8,000 shoes from Kanye West. Come on, bro. Let's be real here. Let's and be realistic about what we're showing people. Cause this yeah. is a culture thing, right? Like you, if people are on, if these pastors are on stage setting the standard for what it looks like to be a young pastor in America, they are setting a standard saying like, man, if I don't go on stage in my jean jacket with my ripped jeans, you know, $1,500 Nikes that came from Jerry Lorenzo or my Yeezys or my blank, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like you fill in the blanks. If I'm not looking like these guys, am I actually doing it? That's what the, that's in my mind, in my eyes, the standard that they are setting as pastors. Dude. Yes or no. I, I agree with you because, because I, I, I don't know if I've told you the vision I had, like, like I'm preaching um, somewhere and there's a kid in the back and he's poor. And he has a tattered Bible and he doesn't have all the on the stuff. And God's like, yo, no, that guy's going to change the world. So I'm mm. not saying, but you're right, bro. And like what I'm saying about the salaries is at the end of the day, yeah, sure, book sales. Yeah, sure, this. But at the end of the day, your salary from your church comes from people who give you money. Mm. My job, my job. Um. I mean, even when I worked, even when I worked for Young Life, like my job, I have to ask people, hey, can you give me money so that I can eat and also do ministry? So if I go out and then buy the next shoe, the next this, the next that, like what I love what you said. What's my witness? What's my witness, bro? Talin, you're going in because it's like the the biggest detriment to the church to me right now is con Christian consumerism. Mm -hmm. we, t we can take little bites and tastes of Jesus, but when it comes down to the end of the day, do we really know Jesus? Because it's, yeah. bec it's become the air forces. It's become, remember when we did that one, uh, what do we call it? Uh, skinny jeans and forces or whatever, you know, in Chelsea boots, like there's this way to look, there's this way to be, Mm -hmm. What if you don't fit the mold? That's what I'm what, saying. What if, that's the part that sucks because it's, I don't want to paint them as the people who are setting the standard for that. But it's like, man, in my mind, like, bro, if I didn't look a certain way when I got on stage and preached, then I wasn't doing it right. Right. Like I had to have the October very own Jordan eights. You know what I mean? Like if I didn't have the, if I didn't have the OVO eights on stage, then am I doing this right? Am I, am I? And, and that's not, that's not the idea we're supposed to have because it's not about that. Right. Like it's hmm. why am I worried about the clothing he's wearing and not the words he's speaking? Ooh. You know what I mean? Why, why am I worried about the clothing he's wearing and not the words he's speaking? Yeah. Why, when I look at this pastor, am I worried about the shoes he has on and not the, the voice that he is carrying to, to preach to people? That and of course they're saving lives. Of course they have, you know, big churches where, People are being saved. I get that. I understand. But, but when I start looking at what you are wearing and not what you are saying, it becomes a distraction. Talyn, you're going in, bro.
I'm sorry, I don't mean to call these guys no, out. I mean, they'll, no, they'll never hear it anyway. You're but going like, in, like, but, <laughs> like, but it's like, you know, like, let's just go on a journey. Like, this is what hit me, this quarantine. Bro, I had jeans, I had jackets, I had all this stuff. And I'm like, for who? Mm -hmm. For who? Why do I need the jacket? Why do I need the... Uh, the shoes. Why do I? Why do I need it? Yeah. And God challenged me. He was like, "Yeah, why?" Yeah, I remember you going through and emptying out a bunch of stuff. I remember that. And so, you know what I own, bro? I own two pair of jeans, about not about ten t-shirts, some jackets, some crew necks. That's it. And it's not because I'm trying to say, look, what was me? But what I had to do is I was becoming a Christian consumer. What I mean by that is when we see people who love Jesus dressed a certain way, we have to be that way. So, hey, yeah. let's let's not even cap. I've gone through a sneakers app or Nike app to be like, oh, oh bro, don't get me wrong. Like, and, and I'm guilty <laughs> of it. Like, yeah. the reason I'm speaking about this with so much conviction is because mm. it's me. It oh. is me. Like, you noticed, like, you saw it today when you commented on the hat selection. Like it, it, it's me. Like if I don't fit this image when I step outside the house, am I doing it right? You know what I mean? Like that's my mindset. Like, man, I gotta, I'm going to grocery store. I don't care. Somebody yeah. there could be fresher to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or, or I'm going to, to church tonight. If I don't got these certain boots on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Am, am I going to, and that stuff doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I fall into that because I love shoes. I love looking nice. I love, all of it. And I'm sure that they do too. And I'm sure when they were in my position, they had the same standards. And yeah. I'm sure that because they are making money now, this is just what they're doing with it. Mm. Props to them. Props to them. But are they setting the standard for people like me mm. to then follow in that foot, you know, in those footsteps of like, well, I'm going to spend, you know, I don't care how much money it is on these shoes. I'm just going to get them because I got a book deal and it's number one in New York Times. So. <laughs> like I'm gonna continue to do my thug this. I had this. <laughs> that's that's real. I heard this story on Facebook, and I didn't know if it was real, but I looked it up. And this pastor, uh, dressed up as a homeless man. Have you heard this? No. What? He dresses up as a homeless man at like a huge church. And this was like two years ago, I think. Dressed up as a homeless man, mm -hmm. and he uh, he was sat outside the church. Mm -hmm. He asked for money, and very little people talked to him. Wow. Didn't give him money or anything. He's outside of church. Right? We care for the homeless. But hold on. Um, and what did he say? Uh, so he's pushing the shopping cart, blah, 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 blah. And then he goes into a scripture of like, <laughs> like, giving to the homeless and that how and how our lives are supposed to be and he's calling out the whole church dressed and so they're like yo here's our pastor and the homeless dude comes up and it's the pastor wow wow and i'm not saying that if you don't give to homeless man you're a dirty sinner or you that you don't do this or that even if you like clothes like things mm -hmm. that you like like i'm not saying that I'm just saying, I like Talyn is sitting here as a man going, like, like me and you both look at it. We've talked about this, the perception, right? I got to be like that. You know, yeah. I got to preach these loud, 
you know, I got to be buff because I got to preach this loud sermon and I got to wear tight shirts and, you know, and I got to have, you know, how about this, man? Like, you know, with the pastor's wife, like, you know, I'm like, yo, I got to have this like pastor's wife. And Julia's like, nah, bro, that ain't me. And I'm like, all right, bet. Because you know what? I don't, you don't have to live. You don't have to be that because that's what other people do. Mm. And I'm like, what if a guy came in? wearing short like because we we make fun of pastors who wear like the cargo shorts and like the the, <laughs> the chacos and uh just the flannel right yeah yeah we make fun of that yeah but if they're doing god's call god don't care what they have on true professionalism Man, that's good that's good dude ah, that's good way to wrap it back around way to wrap it back around bro that's good if they're doing god's work who cares what they're on who right like Cares. Who cares? Yeah, you're right. And why did I? Why are we even talking about it? That's why, true. Why are we? Why like? And and mm. so Stephen and all these guys, they're great. They and I know they're people. Like a lot of them are people, people, and they love their church and they love their pastors, or they love their congregation. But what happens is we disqualify the guy who's not on the TV. Man, I know a, mm. I know I know a bunch of pastors who they wear the flannel. The straight jeans, not the skinny, the straight boot cut with the, with the vans. And I, and I go, and I go to the youth ministries and I look and I'm not trying to compare. I'm just saying, and I'm like, man, they're doing the, they're doing the same work. You know, it's the mm -hmm. same work, mm -hmm. but man, it's, it's a lot. That's why I fight. Like, that's why I'm wearing the black tees and, and. And the black jeans and white shoes, like just because I don't want, I want, I want people to remember me for how I talked about Jesus and how I talked about people and how I mm -hmm. impacted people. Not man, hey, he's wearing Drew. Not hey, mm -hmm. he's wearing the the Jordans. Cause you know, let's keep, let's keep it real. LeBron's uh the the new LeBron 18s drop next <laughs> begin, first week of October. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm buying them. Yeah. But I love LeBron. So I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm saying I'm not going to be like, if a kid walks in and has Chacos on in the middle of October, I'm not going to be like, you sure you love Jesus, bro? <laughs> God had Nikes on. <laughs> so that's very true, man. You wrapped it around pretty, pretty good. And, and, uh, I love that. I love that thought. Um, we, we it's crazy you talk about like uh giving with you know like homeless and stuff we were at chipotle the other day and jordan and i were grabbing grabbing lunch um and uh this these two guys walk in and we're next in line and you, you can tell that they've been asking kind of all day like who who can buy me food or whatever right and so um we're standing in line and and these two homeless guys walk in and they're like yo can you buy some some food like, can you get us some burritos? And, you know, Jordan responded before I could even say anything. and was like, no, we're struggling too. So, you know, thank you. No, thank you. Like, they kind of just like give a face and, and walk off. And we proceed to go down the line. And I'm thinking the whole time, like, if I was by myself, I would have bought these guys burritos. Yeah. But Jordan said, no, no, no. Like, we, no, we can't. And she, you know, brush them off, like go. And we sit down and, and I'm talking to her about just, you know, we talk about stuff and I started playing in my mind, the reasons it was okay for us to say no. Like, now nah, it was okay for us to say no, because 
we are struggling. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Blah, well, both of us have jobs. We're not struggling. I could have bought the guy a burrito. And it's not even about that. But later that night, she gets home. She's opening up scripture. She's sending me Bible verses and was like, dude, what did I do today? That could have been an angel. That could have been God testing us. That could have been, you know what I mean? Like, and so in my mind, I'm thinking like, dang, that's crazy. Like, what are we actually worried about? Mm. Like, are we actually in the game of being Christians and giving to the homeless and the needy when they need it? And I know this is way off topic, but you brought up that. You brought that up today yeah. about the homeless thing. And, and it just, it snapped me back to yesterday when she was just like, we totally could have bought them guys a burrito. And we didn't because it was just an inconvenience mm-hmm. and they were annoying. And it was just like, Ooh, that, that one, that one hurts. That's tough. Do we have, do we have the appearance of loving Jesus Yeah, and his people? Or do we just talk about it? Cause you know who mm-hmm. just talked about it? The Pharisees. Jesus heals a man on Sabbath. And they're like, oh, you shouldn't heal on Sabbath. And she's like, bruh, I just healed a dude. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, dude, it's not a it's not a judgment thing, but the church has is in this middle ground right now. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Let's just be taboo. Abortion. Yeah. Yeah. Our friends who uh enjoy different relationships, all these kinds of stuff. The church is at an impasse right now. Yeah. Of, okay, we don't agree, fine, whatever. But are we able to love? Are we able mm-hmm. to love more than we love our country? Are we, are we able to love more than we love our, our shoes? Are we able to love more than we love our iPhones and our MacBooks and our mm-hmm. Apple Watches and our, and, our, and our notebooks and our cars? Are we able to love more than that? And what, I'm, what I fear as a young dude is that the church is going to go now nah, we're so set in something that mm-hmm. we can't love somebody. I will throw it all away. I will throw all this stuff away. If like I found out like the church was like, Hey, now nah, we're just going to love people who are like us. Yeah. And like we said, like we know church ain't the church ain't a hospital for me and you We're we're technically healed. Mm hmm. Right? Like, but like you said, that's a good story, right? Because, man, I remember, I remember when I used to be like, oh, that homeless dude, oh, that home, you know, get a job, all this kind of stuff. And then you, and then you learn systems. And then you learn that that's what they're said to all the time. Yeah. You know, I watched a kid, I watched a kid, it was a kid, dude. I'm not getting gas. And, uh, and I'm not going to share like, what happened, but all I share is what happened to him. Um, he gets yelled and cussed out at by another homeless dude. Oh, wow. F you, F this. You, mm, mm, mm. And I'm like, whoa. I said, man, no one's shown him love. We have to. You know what I mean? And so, man, you got me. I'm about to cry, bro, because it's just, it's, and we'll we'll end here. And all this, I think what, you know, what I'm trying to say, at least. Do we have the appearance or are we really about it? You know what I'm saying? Mm. My dad always says, like, are you about it or are you about it about it? Like, <laughs> are you for it or are you just like, eh, you know? Yeah. 
whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, dude, that's deep. We got to show this one. This is a good episode. Yes, sir. What should we call it? Who cares? Question mark. No, <laughs> honestly, that's such a good, I mean, the concept behind it, you know, we get fired up about stuff that doesn't matter. And then ultimately it is like, who cares? Mm. Yep. Let's call it that, bro. Man, y'all. So we back. Oh, we back. You better believe and we it. Back, and we back. And we back. And we back. We back. Oh, we back. We Come back. On. Hey, do us a favor. Do us a favor. A couple things. Um, make sure you share this episode. Share it out to your people. Share it to your friends. Uh, who needs to listen to it? Um, second thing is make sure you follow Talin and I on social medias. Uh, Talin, Austin, uh, hit him up on Instagram. Uh, and then follow just Nate Burdine on Instagram or whatnot. Um, I be playing on Twitch um, Just every now and then So follow your boy on Twitch At Preacher Nate And man uh, all that to be It's funny how we talk about that And I'm like hey follow us follow us follow us But um, <laughs> that's just how we keep encouraging our community And stay connected to our community And to our people So yeah, you guys, know the vibes. we love you Thank you for everyone who has subscribed to our podcast um, It's just crazy uh, Till then you're going to get some money coming your way In a little bit um, Yay! Uh, but man, we're thankful for you guys. Until then, you always know how to close us out, baby. Jesus is the only one. Even with his Nike Air Forces. In your name, we pray. Amen. Hey, love y'all, and we'll catch you next time on the Use of the Deuces, Nation Deuces, podcast. Deuces, Deuces, Deuces. Peace.